I give him praise. I give him honor. Um, I'm going to go before the Lord one more time. Amen. I thank and praise God for the prayer that Pastor Johnson prayed. Amen. To usher the spirit of the house in. Amen. But I'm, I want to go before the Lord one more time. Father God's name of Jesus, I just come before you, Lord God. I, I say thank you. God, I come lifting you up. I come giving you honor. I come giving you praise, Lord God. I come giving you glory, Lord Jesus. I come saying that you are almighty, Lord God. I come saying, Lord Jesus, that you are my sustainer, Lord God. That you are my redeemer, Lord God. You are my all in all, Lord Jesus. Father God, you are my friend when I don't have a friend, Lord Jesus. You were my husband when I was unmarried, Lord God. Father God, you are the head of my life, Lord Jesus. And Father God, forgive me when I don't treat you as such, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for the family that you put around me to uphold me, Lord Jesus. Father God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for, for touching my heart, Lord Jesus, and touching those places, Lord God, and gutting those things in me that need to be gutted out, Lord Jesus. But Father God, I pray that you move me out of the way, Lord God, so that your people will be blessed, Lord Jesus, by the word today, Lord God. Father God, we know that your word is the only thing that is not going to perish, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, we thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the privilege to even hear your word, Lord Jesus, and to even get the water that we need from the well, Lord God. So, Father God, all these things I pray in your blessed Son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all give the Lord some praise. I just stand before God. I, I thank him and I praise him for what he's doing. And I thank him and I thank him and praise him for even the uncomfortable stuff. Amen. How, how many of y'all know this walk? It gets so uncomfortable. Amen. And, and, Amen. and if anything like me, and my husband bring this to my attention all the time, baby, you don't like pain. And, and my God today, he is so right. But I, I want to give a little bit of testimony about how the Lord uh, gave me this word this week. Um, and I didn't even know uh, that I was going to speak this week until, like, until. But, um, but um, I thank and praise God for, for the praise team, and for the musicians, amen, I, I give honor to, to our pastors, amen, I thank and praise God for my, my wonderful husband, um, but I want to give honor to Brother Jaton, amen, the keyboard player, because this week at rehearsal, we rehearse on Tuesdays, for those of you who don't know, this week at rehearsal, you know, we, we had a pretty good rehearsal, and uh, I was probably jacking the lyrics up, and after, after rehearsal, Brother Jaton was sitting over there in the chair, and he asked me, um, how do you feel about being the praise team leader? So this is the year of assignments for your, those of you who, who don't know. Pastor Johnson, uh, the Lord gave Pastor Johnson assignments for everyone. Um, and my assignment was to be the praise team leader, or one of the praise team leaders, but right now it's just the main one. So Brother Jaton asked me, how do you feel about being the praise team leader. And when he asked me that, I looked at him and I was like, hmm, how do I feel about being the praise team leader? And um, I said, you want me to be honest? And he's like, yeah, of course. That's why I asked. <laughs> but um, I said, I don't. I don't feel. I don't I don't have a feeling about it. And um, it was it was very interesting because when he asked me that, I'm, you know, you never thought about it. It's like, I just do. I told him, I just, I just want to do what God asked me to do. Like, that's it. 
I, I ain't trying to give up my, my stuff to Ellie no more. She got all my other stuff. So I want, I want to get, you know, what God has for me. I want my promise. And in order to get to what God has for me, I got to be obedient. So I told him, I'm just trying to be obedient, but I don't really have no feelings about it. Um, because I, I spent a, a, a long time being in my feelings. So it's like, I don't want to be in my feelings. So I think I just went not feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when he asked me that Tuesday, I, I it was like a gut punch. So I started meditating on the question. I was like, you know, huh, why don't I have a feeling about an assignment that God bless me with? Amen. You know, it's a blessing for God to use you or want to use you to do something because he saw fit to use you. Like he could have used anybody else, but he saw fit to use little on me. And so I began to just ask questions to God. I was like, you know, why am I not enthused? Why don't I have a feeling? Why am I apathetic about this assignment that God blessed me with? You know, it's, it's like, it's from him. So if, if he gives me an assignment, I should be excited. I should feel, I should feel like, yeah, like God is about to use me. You know, like in Acts, they was excited about they, they was excited about being persecuted for Jesus. So, but I didn't feel like that. I was just like, I, 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 I'm just gonna do it, right? And so, I was like, God, when did my passion die? When did my zeal die? Um, and a, a lot of you all don't know how long it may not have been as long, but I've been on this journey for a long time. And when I first started, I was on fire for God. I mean, it was like. Brother Roe reminds me of myself because I used to ask a lot of questions. I just was on fire. I just felt like, God, no matter what you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. And then that first test came up, and I was like, no, this ain't life now. What, what, is, this now? what, what is this now? This ain't, this ain't how this Christian walk supposed to be now. This, this is what, what, where is, what, what God was blessing me. So where is that? Because this ain't it. But anyways, I, I, somewhere along the road, I lost that. And so I asked God, like, God, what broke? You know, what changed? You know, I remember working at Albany State in the bookstore, and everybody would be like, what a skinny girl, the skinny girl that be singing all the time. She said, walk around singing. So everybody knew that if, if somebody mentioned that, they was talking about me, the skinny girl that was always singing. And so I began to meditate on that thing. When I got home, I just cried more, and I just meditated. And um, a feeling came up. I was like, what, what is this feeling? And the feeling was like inadequate. Like I, I don't feel, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I can do this. I don't feel like this is. It's like I've been doing it for years, but God, I can't do this. Like, what the people gonna say when my voice crack? What I don't have the range. And like, thank God for Brother Jatan Senior because he's teaching us the order of how things should be. And it's it's a struggle. It's hard. It's like. You know, before we just get up here and if it sounds good, it sounds good. If it don't, it's, it's cool. Like, we're going to keep moving. Pastor Johnson going to preach because the word is what you need. But I felt like when I thought about it and when I meditated, the feeling of inadequacy came up. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? What is this? Like, Miss Parker, inadequate? Like, what is that? There's no such thing. And so as that feeling began to come up, I was like, why do I feel inadequate? Like, that's not a feeling that I've had since I got divorced way back in 2013. I didn't, I, I didn't, I haven't felt that feeling since then. And like I said, I guess I just went so long trying not to be in my feelings that I just stopped 
feeling. But you don't really stop feeling. It's, you just masking what you really feel. So you you still feel something. You just like, oh no, I don't feel it. Like that that ain't my feeling. But I felt like it's like for the first time I felt inadequate in a long time, and I was like, oh, I I feel inadequate. So I'm just sitting there, you know, meditating, thinking on God and uh, talking to God, and I'm like, God, I don't know what this is. I don't I don't this feeling is uncomfortable. I don't I don't understand it. And the Holy Spirit whispered to me, and I thought about my brother, uh, I'm a bear Trez, and the Holy Spirit said, I equip the call. Like, you know, there's a quote that God doesn't call the equip, but he equips the call. I don't know where the, where the scripture, I don't know where the quote came from. I think it is some, it, it is in the Bible, but it doesn't quite say that. But for for all the years that I've known bear Trez, I always tell him, Trez, God don't call to equip, he equipped those that he called. And the Holy Spirit put that on me. And so I thank God for this church and I thank God for um, Pastor Johnson and teaching us how to find ourselves in the Word. Amen. This is why scripture is important. This is why you got to read the Word. Amen. So I went to the Word and uh, I went to the Word and I began to like look up other characters in the Bible who felt the way that I was feeling. And so I looked in the word and I'm like, okay, God, you called Moses. You called Moses to do something. You called Moses to set a whole nation free from slavery. How did he feel about it? And so um, Exodus chapter 3 and 4 talks about how God called Moses to set the Israelites free from Egypt after having been in bondage for so long. And um when he called Moses, he said um, to him, I have seen how cruel the Egyptians have been to my people. Like, I've seen it. I've watched it. I've heard their cries. And I've indeed heard their cries. And I see how the Egyptians have oppressed them. Now I am sending you to the king of Egypt so that you can lead people out of his country. But Moses had a reply. He, he responded to the Lord, and this is another thing. This is why you got to read the word. Because people will tell you, and it will be embedded in you, that you cannot ask God questions. That is a lie, okay? Because all these people in the Bible, not all of them, but several people in the Bible ask God, like, what are you doing? So Moses replied and said, um, I am nobody. How can I go to the king and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God answers, I will be with you. And when you bring the people out of Egypt, you will worship me on the mountain. That will be proof that I have sent you. But Moses said, when I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors sent me to basically set you free, um, they will ask me, what's your name? Like, they're going to they gonna ask me a question. How am I going to respond to that? So God said to him, you tell them that I am who I am. You must tell them that I'm the one who called and I am the one that sent you. So basically, you're going to go and tell them that I said I am. And so Moses answered to the Lord. Again, he had another rebuttal. This is all me. This, I mean, when I read this, I was like, oh, my God. The man talked back. This is all me. Like, when God came to do something, I'd be like, but God, you sure? So, <laughs> so um, Moses answered the Lord. But suppose the Israelites do not believe me when I'm not listening and, and will not listen to what I say. What shall I do if they say that 
you didn't appear to me. And the Lord asked him, what are you holding? Like basically what you holding? And he told him, what I'm holding, I'm holding a stick. I, I got a walking stick. And the Lord basically told him, all right, throw the stick down. It turned into a serpent. And then he, he gave him specific instructions. He told him to pick the serpent up by the tail. And he did so the serpent turned back into a walking stick. Further down, this is like in chapter four, Moses said, Lord, please, whatever you do, please do not send me. Like, please don't send me. So this is over two chapters. Moses, God is telling, asking Moses to do something. Not asking. He gave him an assignment. He told him to do something. And Moses is like, whatever you do, please do not send me, Lord. I have never been a good speaker. And, you know, I always say that you can sing. Anybody can sing. But the Lord said, make a joyful noise. He didn't say it had to sound good. That's how I always feel. So, <laughs> so um, he, he said that I haven't become one since you began to speak to me. So Moses is like, God, I am not an eloquent speaker. I don't know what, what to say. I don't know what to do. And I've been walking with you, God. And I, I, I've been walking with you, but I still don't know how to speak well. And so the Lord says, who gave the man his mouth? Like, who gives you your mouth? Who made him deaf and dumb? Who gives him sight and makes him blind? It is I, the Lord said. Now go. So basically, you can't tell me what you can do with your mouth because I am the one who made your mouth. You can't tell me what you can do with your ears because I am the one that gave you your ears. I am the one that will give you words and I am the one that can take words away from you. And so he goes on. He said, now he said, all right, Lord, this is, this is, this is so me, like, in my heart. Now, I don't say it out loud because, you know, I, I always learn that you can't, you can't question God. That was embedded, but that ain't what this say. But, but in my heart, I'm like, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And so God, with Moses, God tells him, all right, so since you feel like you can't do this, I am going to send your brother with you, his brother Aaron. Your brother is an eloquent speaker. So what I'm going to do is I am going to give you the words to speak. You open your mouth and I will tell you what to say. And you can tell Aaron what to say since you feel like you can't do it. Okay. So in, in that um, passage with Moses, the Lord actually got upset with him because he's like, please. Like he was begging him, do not send me. Don't, don't. I don't want to do it. And so God equipped Moses. Not only with someone, but God equipped him with a staff and gave him specific instructions on what to do with that staff and when to use it. And so God equips you with what you already have. Yeah. He already had a stick. God asked him, yeah. what is in your hand? Amen. And he said, it's a stick. It's a walking stick. Throw the stick down. And he turned into a serpent. He picked it back up and it was a walking stick. So he already had what he needed. God had already give, given him what he needed. God had already equipped him to do what he called him to do. So when the assignment came up, all he needed to do was follow instructions. That's Amen. it. Amen. That's it. So then, come here, Gideon. We got Gideon. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Gideon. So Gideon was called to save the Israelites once again. So one, another thing I'm realizing as I'm reading about these people, the Israelites always get into trouble. Like they always go into bondage because they struggle with idolatry. They always put things before God. And God continues to save them. He continues to put them in bondage. And then they cry out. Eventually they figure it out like, oh my God, we turn from God again. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm lost. 
again. <laughs> God, can you please come find me because I'm lost again. I don't know when I got lost, but I drifted somewhere and I'm lost again. And so I'm reading this. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Israel. Like, I am the whole nation. And then Gideon. So he called Gideon and the angel of the Lord came to Gideon and, and told him that the Lord ordered him to go with your great strength. So he had already had strength. Like God had already equipped him to be a strong warrior and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I myself, God, I am sending you. And Gideon replied, but God, how can I rescue the Israelites? Like, God, how can I do it? God, how can I lead your people? How can I till the soil of the people's heart so that when Pastor Johnson get up here, their heart is tender enough for him to lay a seed, and they use the word, and God water that seed to plant up so a harvest can come. God, how can I do that? That's me now, because I'm putting myself in the word, right? And Gideon said, um, like, God, how can I do it? But Lord, how can I rescue the Israelites? My clan is the weakest of the tribes of Manasseh, and I'm the least important member of the family. God, I don't have a voice like Pamela Man. I don't have a voice like Fantasia. I don't have a voice like just to read it. I do not have a voice. I, I just, I, I don't have the best. Like, it cracks. And, and I used to be able to sing how when I was a little girl, but I can't sing how no more. Like, I am, I, I am all out though. So, I'm like, God, how? How can I do that? How can I do that? When, when we are learning these different songs that I don't know keys. I don't remember this stuff. I know A-E-I-O-U. And sometimes, why? I know that. I know the, what's called the fishing scale. Don't raise me. I, I know that. I learned that in, in school, but I don't know how to heal a key. God, what, what am I going to do? Like, what are you, what is this new thing that you're doing? And so, see, Gideon, this is on down in the sixth chapter. Gideon um, said to the Lord, all right, God, so you say that I'm going to do this. You say that you want to use me. That's what you said. So if you're going to use me to rescue the Israelites, um, then I need you to show me some proof. That's me all the way. I'll be like, God, can you please give me a sign? And, and I am so the sign person. And that's not right. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying, I'm just being honest and vulnerable up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gideon said, all right, God, you got to show me some proof. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out a piece of wool. It's morning time. And if the dew is only on the wool, then I'll know that it's you. He woke up the next morning. And the wool was so wet that he had to wring it out, but nothing, the ground was not, not wet, all right? So on down, Gideon says to God, all right, God, I know that you said you want to send me, but I need one more sign. Oh give, me, give me another sign. And so <laughs> he did, he did. So he said, all right, this morning what I want you to do is I, well, I'm going to put the wool out, and I want only the, the ground to be wet. I don't want the wool to be wet, okay? So guess what happened? Only the ground was wet. It had do. The, the, the wool was not wet. So I, I took from that. I'm like, God, you are continuously yes, showing. Yes. You are constantly trying to show us. You are constantly trying to show me that you are with me. That if you call me to do something, you are going to equip me to do it. If you call me to sing and usher your presence into the house of the Lord, you are going to send Brother Jaton Senior to show me the vocals and show me how to hit the notes and show me how to hear the keys. You are going to equip me to do what it is that you call me to do. Like, you're going to do it. So then the Lord took me to Jeremiah, the prophet. 
He was a prophet. He had to prophesy to God's people. And um, he told, um, the Lord told him that I chose you before I gave you life. So one of my favorite scriptures in Psalms, God told me that like while you were yet in your mother's womb, I was knitting you. I was knitting you in there. And, and when I made you, I made you fearfully and I made you wonderfully. But God told Jeremiah that I chose you before I gave you life. And before you were born, I selected you to be the prophet of the nation. And I answered, Sovereign Lord. Nah, I can't do this now. I'm too young. I don't know how to do this. That's what, that's what Jeremiah said. But the Lord told him, do not say that you are too young, but go to the people I send you to and tell them everything I command you to do. Do not be afraid of them, for I will... I, I will be with you to protect you, and the Lord have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and touched his lips. So he he feel like he's too young to speak. I feel like I'm too young to bring the word of the Lord. But God equipped him by touching his lips and already um, telling him what to do. And the only thing that he had to do was to obey what God said to do. So in the story of Moses, in the story of Gideon, in the story of Jeremiah, they did not feel equipped. They felt inadequate. They probably felt worse than what I felt, but they felt they felt like they were not enough. Like, God, why did you call me to do what it is that you want to do? Like, of all the people you could call, of all the people, of all the tribes, why did you call and why did you use the tribe that is the weakest and the tribe that is the least? Amen. And so of all these stories, God began to show me that your job, in this whole process, my job in this whole process is to just be obedient. Just do exactly what God tells me to do. Because if you don't, if we don't do what God tells us to do exactly the way he tells us to do it, then it could not end the way that God desires it to end. For example, when God told Moses to drop the stick, right, and he told him to pick it up by the tail, if Moses would have picked up the serpent by the arm, he could have got bit and died. He could have. If he didn't pick it, if he if he did not pick it up specifically like God, because God gives details in the Bible, He tells us exactly what we need to do, exactly the way we need to do it, and our job is to obey. And so our response to God should just be obedience, right? Obedience um, is so much better than a sacrifice because when God tells us to do something and we obey and we show faith that all right, God, I'm gonna trust you. God counts that faith. As righteousness. And so um, one of the articles that I read um, is by Susan Aiken, and she states that he uses our weakness to lead us to depend on him. Amen. And then through our weakness, we experience his strength. And so God knows that if he gave me a voice already, like the other people, I would probably get the big head and I probably wouldn't be standing up here right now. And I probably would be like somewhere in a whole different country trying to make some money off of what I can do for God. Amen. And that's not to say that the people who's doing it, that's, they're not called to do that. But God knows that we have, in order for him to get the glory, sometimes we have to feel that way. Because when God actually does what he promised that he's going to do, we can't help but give God the credit. Amen. And as I'm reading this, I was thinking about my sister Tony and how she felt about being a teacher and how she stood up and was like, three years ago, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel this good. And now 
you know, God, God showed it. God has shown her. And now God gets the glory for that because she knows that she could not have done it on her own. And I just cannot wait until the day that God does it. And so my response to him is going to be hallelujah because when God does it, I can't take the credit for it. I already know that I'm not going to be able to get credit for my voice not cracking or even when it cracked, making it still sound good. I can't take the credit for that. So only God can um, take the credit for that. And so I, I encourage you all with Hebrews 13 and 20, um, and it says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood that is sealed, and ratified the external covenant, he equips you with everything to carry out his will and strengthens you to accomplish in us what pleases him. So basically, God does, he gives us everything that we need to equip us to do what he asks us to do. Amen. So if God has given you an assignment, I encourage you to trust God to equip you with the things that you need to walk out the assignment that he gave you to do. It is going to be uncomfortable. Okay? It ain't going to feel good. You're going to be like, God, what are you doing? Do you really, do you know what you're doing? And God is going to turn around to you and say, I am God. Like, I know what I do. I know what I'm doing. Do you? And I said to God, no, I don't know what I'm doing, God, but you can, if I trust you, you are going to equip me with the things that I need to do what you ask me to do. So I want to stand and tell God, God, please just keep being patient with me. Please just, just be patient with me, God, and, and I am, I'm, I'm going to keep on trying to just have faith that God is, that you are equipping me with everything that I need to do what you have asked me to do. Amen. 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 Amen.